It's the Skinny Podcast, only on Local12.com. Now, here's Richard Skinner, joined by Chad Brendel of BearcatJournal.com and Rick Roaring from MusketeerReport.com. Welcome into another edition of the Skinny Podcast, the college basketball edition presented by Joseph Infinity of Cincinnati. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist and editor with Chad Brendel of Bearcat Journal and Rick Brewing from Musketeer Report. We're a week from Selection Sunday, fellas. Regular seasons are now complete. There actually are four teams that have uh, have won their conference tournaments, and we'll get on that in just a minute because one of them might affect where things go bubble-wise and all of those happy things. But let's start with the uh, the UC Bearcats on Sunday losing at home to Houston and um uh, I, I I said midweek. I thought they'd lose at Central Florida. I thought they'd come back at home and take care of business because it's what they do. Close. It's what they do. Yeah. And the first half, it looked like they were going to do that very thing and couldn't stretch the lead out. And you look that up at halftime, and suddenly it's tied. And then bam, Houston goes on just a crazy shot making run in the second half. Um, and, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do that at Fifth Third Arena. Me neither. Other than Trayvon Blewett. <laughs> yeah, and that was... That was one guy. That was one guy. Yeah. What they did in that final 13 minutes was almost basketball porn. But I don't think I've ever seen a UC team stop playing defense the way they did. Right. That, like, that was it, a part, yeah. like, they had a bad stretch there, but then everyone just stopped guarding, and it's, and it's wide open shots. I mean, there's like some at blow that buys and blow buys to kickouts and kickouts to makes. And granted, you got to make the kickouts, but college guys, man, those were great, great kickout looks. Great. I think you saw a team that really had their heart set on getting that win, and when it slipped away, I, I think. Yeah, the, the, I, I think their they, their heart hit the floor. Yeah, and that's understandable. I mean, I don't I don't hold them too much at fault for that. I think there was a realization with about six minutes left, we're not winning this game, and I think it it that's when it got bad, bad. Right. right. Um, the the loss at UCF. You know, I I, I want I've got something to say about officials. That doesn't shock me. Does it shock you, Rick Boring? Rick, right? Well, he doesn't like talking about officials. No, not he at truly all. doesn't. He he likes officials, but he doesn't like talking about officials. Or maybe I got that the opposite way. Go ahead. I thought the crew today did an incredible job. I thought they did too. Were those AAC refs? Those were Big East officials. Oh, oh! I love how. Do you really believe that that like conferences have officials? Conferences have people they hire more than anyone. Yeah, I haven't other, seen yeah. Brian O'Connell work a UC game or an AAC game. In two years, well, but like it, conferences don't have refs. No, but, refs but, but, work multiple for multiple signers across multiple. Right, conferences. but there are refs that that usually will more will regional than anything. Yes, correct. It's correct. Not conference affiliated no, no, correct. at all. But I think you can call a crew a Big East crew if you know those guys normally work the Big East. Brian I mean, O'Connell I call, works I call certain crews Big SEC East crews. Games. I do. I just do because I I know who those guys are. Okay. Doesn't mean it's, it's universal. Doesn't mean he's not working an AAC right. game from here and there. But he worked. Xavier yesterday. Well, the one thing I would say is this, is a league that has really struggled with its officiating had its probably its biggest national game by far, not even a close second And they to hired it. people they don't normally hire. Yes, to make sure that they didn't look bad. And, if that's the case, good for you. I, I think good, good for you as a league. That's being smart. They called a really good game. I thought they did too. I mean, honestly, I, th- I thought they did. So I'm not sure I liked the one hook and hold or whatever. Uh, was it, uh, it was, well, that was, um, I know this isn't supposed to happen, but... UC has started showing controversial replays on the board. On I, heard, the board. I heard you can hear the crowd. Yeah, you can clearly hear the crowd. And they showed it, and I looked right at Brian O'Connell, and he peeked. And when he happening. saw it, he went running across the court to the other official and said, "We got to look at it." Yeah, 
Yeah. So that, that one. Well, the, and then the charge came so quickly right after that it kind of negated whatever you Well, he might. missed the call. It, there yeah. was a foul. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a flagrant one hook and hold, but Brooks got fouled. He got tackled. Yeah, it was, I didn't think it was a flagrant foul. But he not. didn't call the foul, so then they go down on the other end. Right. And, and you get the charge. And you get the charge. Yeah. That put Bray on Brady with three. But it, Kelvin Sampson has you – know you know what they call the center position for Houston? I'm going to guess they call it the five. Fifteen fouls. Well, you got three guys. Three guys. Three and guys. that's what they do every game is they just beat the hell out of you. And they surround those three guys with a ton of skill. Yeah. They're really good. They are good. They are really good. And they I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're a one-stick suggest, but I think they're I really think they're, good. A, I think they should be right there in the, the two conversation. They might get a three, but I think they should definitely be in the conversation I'll for give a you two. That. I, I think they do wind up with a three, to be honest I, and, with I think it's probably most likely, but um, – but they hit a gear today that they hadn't hit all year. Yeah, no, they're. I mean, they're legit. I mean, you know where they could be helped out. What's LSU do the rest of the way? That's a very good question. Because someone's going to slide up. What yeah. do they do with I LSU? I mean, what what does the committee do with LSU? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, no, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's, let's, let's we'll go back to UC for a second. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. But I no, 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 no. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I mean, so what does the committee do with LSU? Let's say LSU they overcome all. I of I think this. it depends on what do they do in the SEC tournament at this point. Well, they overcame it. I mean, granted, it was Vanderbilt at home, and you're going to beat Vanderbilt at home no matter what's going on for the most it's part. It's interesting. Nas Reed had an injury too. Well, he did supposedly. They sat him out for injury. An injury that occurred in the Florida game that he didn't leave the Florida game. Four. Happened to Najee Marshall in the Butler game. Didn't leave, stayed in. That's right. The next and then didn't miss the next game. Yeah, so it's possible. Sometimes that things things you're swell getting, up overnight. You're being Chad. a conspiracy theorist yeah, here, Things Chad. swell just, up overnight, Just Chad. putting stuff out there. No, what, so what does the committee do with LSU? I think you have to drop them. But how, Are but, they going to have a coach? Are they going to have no, Javante Smart? If somebody, well, that's a legit, that part's a legit Here's the question. thing. If they make a run to – if they win two games in the SEC tournament, hell no, you don't have to drop I, them. I they're right that. there. I agree like, with that. You don't change anything, I don't think. But I find that hard to believe that they're going to keep this run going when they don't have a coach. They're, they lost Smart. I mean – I would imagine this is going to be a tumultuous time. Who knows what's going on with Nas Reed at this He might point. be out for the year with a with toe whatever sprain. Injury. Whatever the injury is, yes. I mean, I think I, – I'll just say this. I, I get why everyone, like, rushes and wants LSU to do something about it. I think from a standpoint of their athletic director doing his job – it's malpractice, and he should be fired for suspending. Well, I disagree. Will I, Wade disagree. I disagree, too. I disagree I for one reason. Why? Because it's come out that Will Wade lied to them about what was said, what's on those tapes. If you are if you have an employee. Be- only because Yahoo said so. There is zero proof or look, evidence other than Yahoo. If Dan Wetzel says it, I believe it. That's that's great, except well, we've seen a LSU lot of examples LSU recently, and it does LSU zero good right now and, in this climate and, to go ahead and do that. And, and this is the and, guy, this is the same athletic director who was at Duke when the lacrosse rapes things happened. Which is you would think he'd be the last person to rush to convict somebody. Unless LSU knows some things and is swallowing hard and can't say I'm, anything at this point. I'm sure they do, but what good does it do? You deny until you die. This is an NCAA investigation right now. You violated NCAA or, rules. Or you do the right thing. Rick is not about the. He is but not do the right thing here, guy. Here's the thing: you're what you didn't do the right thing to begin with. You don't care about the Will right Wade. thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, you've been <laughs> cheating this whole time, and you Aren't knew you it, did? and you've kept him as your coach after you knew this was a thing. So at this point, in terms of doing your job and putting LSU in a good position, you have completely screwed the pooch here. No question about that. But maybe it came to the point where it was time to do the right thing. You know what? Just shut up and deny it and let everybody get outraged about something else in a couple months. Then let him go to the feds, plead the fifth in the federal investigation because he doesn't want to perjure himself, and they'll NCAA fare for themselves. Until the Watergate tapes come out. 
And then you're the all... The NCAA has to get access to that still. That's true. Unless someone else... Unless one of the recruits or are going to tell on you. as a member of the NCAA, for once, you do the right thing. I mean, okay, but that's... I, I don't... That's not the... Everybody a, a, agrees to be there, right? They don't have to be there. They don't have to be there. That's not the athletic director's job, in my opinion. Well, he took a lot of flack. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the... He's an idiot. Soon that he must go. If he wanted to do the right thing, do it when you found out. If you were really about integrity, Unless you're not Will about Wade lied to him and said there's nothing to be concerned about. Yeah, well, now, well, now you're just embarrassing everybody. No doubt. And you've completely screwed yourself, your job, the university, the basketball program at LSU. And a really good team that money can buy. I mean, people, this has been, this has been talked about from day one, right? Yeah. I mean, it really has been. And again, it is no surprise Will Wade is. It, it would be less surprising if someone like, say, Mark Gottfried got found cheating. Yeah, that's why he's at Northridge today. I mean, goodness gracious, alive. <laughs> if I'm you're doing do the right thing, don't hand a package of cash to somebody. Although, you don't know what's in the package either, do we? We don't know what was we in those know. envelopes. Well, I'm most interested, honestly, if anything actually comes out about this stuff, to see if it gets exposed more how the SEC works when they're quote unquote dropping bags, because it's a very fascinating deal. It's no been doubt. exposed. Not well, all the way. Not 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 all the way. You read the Bagman story, yeah, but not yeah, all the way. There's a lot more that could come out from this Will Wade stuff, if, yeah. depending on what they have on tape. Yeah, because I'm I'm just curious to see how far this goes. Because now that LSU's already, it's com- like it's like the mafia, man. They had the one guy back, Joe Malachi. He finally he finally Joe Malachi. He finally flipped, and guess what? Since that point in time, they all started flipping to save their ass. Well, I mean, that's, that's LSU's ads flipping for them. So right? I mean, <laughs> it's just so silly to me. Well, I. I Shame on LSU. Shame on LSU for hiring Will Wade. Shame on LSU maybe for waiting this long. But at the end of the day, if that's what you finally came to the conclusion of, and maybe it was a report that did it, and maybe all of a sudden you went, all right, we thought we could hush this up, and it's now out there. I think we that's got, the we thing. Got, we got that's to go. The, we got to go. Well, That's but, the exact problem. But we got quit, to go. Quit worrying about a, a, a media report coming out and people getting mad on Twitter. Because you know what? That's exactly what happened in the Cubcats situation. That's who dad Straight get, that's up. That's how dudes get, 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 get caps busted in their ass. Somebody that's gets how, popped eventually. It's how you get a couple million-dollar lawsuit. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, but I, like I said, I, I don't, I think LSU did the right thing here. Maybe it was too little, too late. Maybe it was the end game and too, too late. But you're in the South. You're in the SEC. Just scream fake news. Everyone will be on your side. How hard is this? Except Idiots, for, except man. for the other, how do these people get these jobs? Other thirteen fan bases in the SEC. No, they're all, they're all the same way. No, they'll scream it. They're just holding their breath that it doesn't come out about them, too. Exactly. Well, they're, they're, well, they're, don't worry. That. Someone else will be involved in an investigation in a couple weeks. People don't care. They just they like to get outraged for 24 hours. And I'm not outraged. Way. I think it's the right thing to do. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying the internet and the reason they made this decision after the Yahoo report came out. All right. All right let me get back to UC for a second. Um, I thought they looked tired today, and I just wonder – I wonder this. I wonder if the, if the AAC tournament – in any way, shape, or form helps them other than maybe winning it. I don't even know if that does anything for them. I'd get the or, hell out of there. Get to the semis that, and get the hell out of there Saturday night. That's what I'm wondering. If that's not the best thing for them. A little more them. bid collusion for Temple. The only uh, thing I worry about right Memphis, now. Or Memphis getting the uh, no, getting no. the automatic. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only the only thing I worry about right now is dropping below that seven line. That's why I, I fear they're there now. I, they're do. On, I don't think they're an eight. Oh, I don't know. If Everybody start, around I, there has been losing. I know that. I just, man, I start looking at some of their better wins, and there just aren't a lot of them. I thought this week was a chance to at least get one, yeah. and maybe, maybe two. And if you got in the two, then I'll talk to you about the six seed. I'll talk to you maybe even about a five seed. I mean, who's sliding up over them? UCF. It, That's the top eight seed right now. 
They're they're Iowa? behind them in Ken Palm. No. I don't know where VCU? they are yet. No, no I, I mean you're you're probably Oklahoma? right. Oklahoma, no, probably, but, it ain't but, happening. Okay, but but so I guess the question is, can the AAC tournament then even help them in any way? Share so if, if you feel no, like you're fairly locked not. in, what's the point? Yeah, you just win. Go call you it win a day. Friday night. Yeah, just to make sure you're not I'll, I'll, sliding completely. Yeah, I'll be get honest, the hell out of there. As a UC fan, personally, I would want to see them go and play well, whether that's for a game or two games. But I'd like to see an emphatic just, yeah. play well, get well, a good win. Well, here's the problem today. Over the past six games, they haven't played well. That's not my point. All, right. They have not looked like a great team. And we talk about, I mean, you're talking about them possibly being tired. I think you look tired when you're not playing well and you're not winning. That's, because that's Xavier fair. looked that's, real tired when they lost six in a row. Well, and all of a sudden, they don't look tired yeah. anymore now that they started winning again. That, it's weird how that works. That's they're gonna valid. Look, they're going to look tired when they're down to three guys at some point. <laughs> we'll get I will win. also say, and Mick made this point in the post game today, you're dealing with a bunch of guys that haven't played 30 minutes for a full season of college basketball before and doing so they haven't made any of this easy on themselves they have been in close games a lot since there have been two games that weren't close today no well today i mean but tulane to open the conference schedule oh you were you're comfortably on what yeah on the and right then side. tulsa yeah here yeah and every other game all the other yeah, sixteen Memphis games here, UConn here, yeah. UConn all there. the other sixteen games Memphis were there, yeah. were, no, were right. battles. Tulsa there. So you're dealing with you know Nazir Brooks and Trey Scott and Keith Williams. Not so much Justin and Kane because they played about similar they minutes last year. Today, though, they weren't good today. They were, they were not today. good today at all. Um, so I think you're dealing <clears throat> with some fatigue. Jaron has been had the hell beat out of him for ten games. Yeah, I thought the smart thing was pull him and call it a day. I, mean, I thought that was smart. Whatever transpired from that, I don't know. But Mick said it was just we weren't going to win, so I sat him down next to me. Well, I mean, I think it was clear he took him out on the play after Jaron completely gave up on defense, right. let a guy go right around him, didn't even turn no. And that's as a coach, like he cared. yeah. As and a, he's like, all right, you're done. You yeah. don't care, and you think we lost, you're out. Yeah. And as a coach, fine. you got one of two things: if, if 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 you're tired, tell me you're tired, and if you're not tired and you play like that, I'm going to take you out anyway. So yeah, I mean, he wasn't helping him win at right. that point either no, no, way. So agreed. it's like, yeah, I mean. agreed. All right, one of the best things in the post game was was Mick saying that he's going to have open tryouts starting Monday. Yeah, um, Monday at three. Monday at not three. starting Monday. No, that's right. Tryouts Monday at three. But you know what? I thought it was nice of him that he didn't rip the jerseys physically off of his players this time decide who gets one back there, that, that, that was it was on brand but he's lessened a little bit i think he's well maybe he's, <laughs> he's trying to show it. himself for the ucla job maybe that he's, he's not trying, gonna rip jersey yeah. off guys yeah he's, he's, just gonna he's, hold he's a more refined way of uh challenging his players and throwing them under the bus all right so how many football guys could help this team if it actually even came to this uh james wiggins for sure as a player i as a play was he, as a player or just as an athlete yeah as an athlete yeah as an athlete. Sure. i don't know how much james has actually played basketball um, you and I talked. Leonard Taylor could. Leonard Taylor played basketball. Was really good. At Josh Wiley played basketball at LaSalle on some really good LaSalle teams. He knows how to run two minute possessions. Although um, there was a shot clock, so he's he's really he, that was he can you, help. Uh, I would I would I it. they've got a Division One basketball player on the football team, and Darius Harper, who played at Miami of Ohio. Yep. Um, he's a little bigger now than his basketball days. He's uh, six foot eight, three hundred and ten pounds. Sounds like a screen setter sitting on the block. I think, kind of guy I, to think me. I think he would solve some of your defensive rebounding issues. Uh, you might not be able to let him leave the lane, uh, but then I, I more than anybody, if I wanted to see one of those guys playing basketball, it would be six ten, three hundred and twenty five pound German Lorenz Metz. Can he even move? He moves really well. well I mean, in basketball, there's different now. It's um, different. This is a dude that's three twenty five and looks two sixty five, so he can move. Okay. I don't, okay. Moving wouldn't be an issue. I don't know if he has any clue how to play basketball, right. 
but right. moving would not be the issue. See, you guys are getting nonsensical with this. I want to keep it more literal. Like, how, how does he is literal? No, I know, but how does this? Play? I mean, no football players are actually going to make the cut. So, how does this actually play out? I think Mick is actually going to cut guys. Is he going to post the names of who's going to the AAC tournament on the door tomorrow? Eight, eight names will be on that door. Like Major League, he's yeah. going to put the pink in their locker. Index card? No, it'll be yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. If you if you have that in your car in your locker, you're going. If not, I come, mean, go see the Grim Reaper. Yeah. What a bummer. Go see, Dar- go see Darren. What a bummer for a couple of these guys. No that doubt. Playing all year. No Just doubt. Not on the team anymore. Exactly. Who's the who's the walk on kid? The Martin kid. Yeah, Sam Martin. He'll make out. it. Yeah, yeah, he'll make uh, it. Yeah. Effort guy. There's no question. Effort guy. He got. He got a, He's 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 like a like one of the five. What well, like one percent student athletes. So you got to have him for Correct. GPA. Correct. So there's one of the one of the eight. Man, Sam Martin start. sounds like a GCL guy. Is he a GCL guy? Uh, no, he went to Summit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like GCL. That's, that's, that's GCL. Yeah. It's like we had too much money to go to the GCL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we bypassed that. We went. We went a different. We went a different route. I mean, I know he's not serious, but he is serious, right? He, yeah, he's mad. Like they. What do you so, mean he's serious? No, as far as what he's going to put him through tomorrow, not tryouts. He's not putting him through a tryout, but what so, he's going to put them through. Think about, think to me, it. though, if you're this tired, though, I'm not sure I would have done. I would have just said, you know what, I'm giving him Monday off. We'll figure it out on Tuesday, and we'll go from there. So they gave up 18 offensive rebounds. Correct, and and I think Houston made every shot in the last 15 minutes of the game or 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Of the game. minutes. Yeah. They every missed shot. like four shots the last 13 minutes yeah. of the game. So they gave up like 15 offensive rebounds in the first 20, 20, 20 25 minutes yeah. of the game. Houston killed them on the glass. But don't you think that was a result of them getting beat off the dribble and then going to catch right. help? And there's no, yeah, the help like, guy, I mean, help side guy. Guys weren't there to because yeah. they're having to help but, against drives because guards are getting. There, there were also some big off. kickers that guys were beating them to on 50-50 big kicker balls. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that. I mean long rebounds; those happen. That's not like you're getting beat up. But inside. you can't. You you're not going to lose every every 50-50 ball in that circumstance if you're really going after it. You're just Here, not. Here's right. another problem. Some, yeah, I'll give you some. We saw a game today officiated like it should be officiated. The problem with that is, Nizir Brooks is very foul prone and commits a lot of fouls in games that are officiated like they should be officiated. So they've got to figure that out. In right. 10, this, this is a big stat for you. Credit Justin Berg. I, I, I wanted stats for this. Mm-hmm. So on my way in, I called Justin Berg. And, and he had, had him, it broken down for you. Yeah. 10 of 18 American Athletic Conference games, four fouls or more for Nizir Brooks. Wow. Wow. And he has become. And you've talked about, they've always been good at defending without what? Fouling. Without fouling. He has become maybe their second most important player because he actually gives them some stability in the middle of that defense and covers up guys Drives. straight line driving them to death. Um, in the past three games especially, fouled out against Memphis, or four against Memphis, five against UCF, four against Houston. Houston. With two fouls in the first half. He only played 13 minutes against UCF. Right, they beat UCF if he avoids foul trouble. One of them was a phantom call, and the, the league admitted to that. But the other ones, he fouls. he's fouling too. You've yeah. got to stop fouling so much. He is critical, one, because he has become a pretty good player in his first full year of service. Two, Mamadou Diara and Eliel Sasemi aren't anywhere close. Diara had a nice offensive move at the end of the game. Diara's got skill. I like that move. But look, they're trying to make the team tomorrow still. That's so right. Let's yeah, be clear. yeah, yeah. But they're not anywhere close to as good as Nizier Brooks is right now. 
So when Nizier Brooks is not on the floor, this team is not nearly as good as they Nizier are. doesn't make it tomorrow? What are they going to do then defensively? God, I can't wait to see the social media video reveal that comes with like the guys getting to see their name no, on that's the list. That's going to be a lot. You should do the 10 that will make it, the great reveal. Number 10. And they just go right down I'm, the list. I'm serious. He should... Honestly, follow up on this and kick someone off the team. That would be the most epic. If there's just he like wasn't a talking about kicking anybody off the team, if you watch. He was talking about who they're taking to Memphis. Right. So but he that's, could. That's, that's being kick, kicked off the team. For, no. for at least this week. For, yeah. 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 Like, you can you're keep not, a scholarship, but you're not on our team anymore is what he said. That's, yeah. You're not going to Memphis with us. To me, that's being kicked off the you, team. But, you can earn it Monday, March the 18th again. We'll have this again on Monday, March 18th after the selection. But I so. think if you say this publicly and you've done some th- things like this multiple times, you have to fall through on it one time to like – like there's got to be a bad dude in the locker room at some point that's like, you know, not going to class well, enough. I mean, if Quadri Moore was still trouble. here, you could have just – Yeah, you just – You punt. Yeah, there's got to be one guy that you're kind of mad at. That you can you say, punt. Like, you're staying behind this. Deshaun Mormon? Oh, he would love to have punted Deshaun Mormon. The yeah. sacrificial lamb. Now this – I don't think there's anybody on the team that he would love to punt. Punt the little summit guy. Punt him. <laughs> John Coase. John Coase. I forgot about him. Yeah. Punt John Coase. Leave a, leave a coach at home. Be like coach didn't bring it. The- Antoine? <laughs> Not you going to Memphis. Up. Whoever doesn't have the scout for any of your AAC right. tournament games. I, I love that. Just leave him home. That would actually be a good you way. you got to follow through on this, I feel Coach Jankowski's like. new. You could sacrifice him. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't mean anything. He'll shut his mouth and he be needs good to about be, it. He needs to be out recruiting anyway. Just send him on a recruiting trip. <laughs> I, that's kind of a smart move. Uh, <laughs> all right, lastly, before we move on to, to Xavier in Kentucky and NKU, um, who wins the AAC tournament and why? I, I really wanted to say Memphis. At home. At home. But I don't think Memphis is getting through UCF and Houston to get to the finals and then getting like Memphis has to be the most upset team on the planet with how this played Correct. out. Because I think if they get like if they get Temple, they could handle they you know, they're better than Temple in FedEx Forum. And then maybe you sneak one on Houston and then you get to the finals, you let it all hang out. But boy, to have to go through UCF and then through Houston, and then through either Cincinnati or Temple or a Wichita State team that's won eight of nine. Somebody that would they be could, playing well for the yeah. week, right? They have to be really upset with how the, the AAC bid collusion kind of screwed them over. The bid collusion in the AAC this year was really They good, did a good right? job of it. Temple got the win it needed, right? Temple got – UCF got two. Two that it needed, yeah. UCF jumped, like, not on the bubble. UCF jumped comfortably In. into yeah. the field. Yeah. Um, uh, well, they were just dated because the bubble was so terrible, right? <laughs> they weren't on the bubble. Houston. They jumped the bubble. They jumped, like the, jumped bubble. the shark. They because jumped the, the bubble. bubble was so bad, there. That's right. The they bubble. jumped the yeah. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, it's I, I think it's Houston. Okay. I, I just don't. They're so deep. They can beat you in so many different ways. And Dijon Giroux. They're good. They is, are good. Is I, giving them such a different element. Because I thought with Galen Robinson, I thought they were they were good, but they were limited at that point guard spot. Now you can play him some, and then when you put Giroux in there, it's he's so much more dynamic. He's he's a six six point guard that can really draw the defense. He's got he can pass, he can score. Um, I I don't think anybody's really that close to them. I, I mean, I know UCF got him um, at Houston a week ago, but I can't see anybody beating them. 
in, nah. in Memphis. All right, on to Xavier, where uh, the loss to Butler on Tuesday night. I, I would go Houston. I, it may, and I'm with you on that, too, because a lot of times you have to look and see what does a team have to go through to get there. I was doing, I'm doing individual ones on Local12.com. I just did the MAC today because they start tomorrow, and I tried to put the local team like Miami's road to the title. Well, for Miami, they would have to beat a team on the road that they've lost to on the road. You win that game, yay, you get the number one seed, Buffalo, which is going to the NCAA tournament no matter what. And then, yay, you're barely to the semifinals of that stage. So it's almost like you start to put yeah. those road to the – you're not doing it. You're so, done. You stop. Yeah, right. Stop so, I mean, that, that's as far as you can get with some of those teams. You got, you got Houston? Yeah, it's got to be Houston. Memphis can't beat them, I don't think. And Central Florida – They're playing well, though. Who, Memphis? No, UCF. Oh, C- Central, Central Florida is playing well, and they, they got them once, but – I I don't see that happening. I don't and, either. And, but the, I mean, because they went, they both they split all, at each other's places, right? Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, that, which is weird. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's hard not to not to pick Houston. All right, to the uh, to Xavier and the Big East. The loss on on Tuesday to Butler, followed up by the, by the game against St. John's, in which they play without Najee Marshall. Uh, Ryan Welch goes for what nineteen or whatever it was, and 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 actually played really well. Obviously, St. John's, they have St. John's number for whatever reason. Um, it's been pretty consistent, but. It feels like St. John's, there's something missing. Yeah, yeah big it'd, be, it'd be the guy that's called the head coach. Well, also, uh, some anyone that could play the post. <laughs> I mean, someone that could grab a rebound, get a stop inside, anything, offer a little rim protection. Key, th- key things like that. Just anything, <laughs> anything of that nature. Call a play. Yeah, call run, a set. run a play. Execute the play. Call a defense. Execute the defense. <laughs> that's that's another deal. And people get I, I don't think he's a very good coach. People act like they don't do anything because of his system. I don't have a huge problem with his system. A, a lot of people say the same things about Roy Williams that they do about Chris Mullen in yeah. terms of the actual system that they're on. So just because it's a little more freewheeling, yeah, free, I don't have a problem with that. But there are clearly some other things lacking in terms of what they do. But what, what did Saturday's win for Xavier tell you without Najee Marshall coming off the Butler game? Kind of felt like there was forward momentum going into Butler. You win that game, felt like you keep your, your, your at-large hopes alive and maybe you can roll through senior day and roll into the Big East. Then you lose the Butler and you lose a, your, your, your arguably your best player and you still come back to win. I thought that was pretty impressive. I think it was impressive. I think it makes you feel like that five-game winning streak wasn't just like a team that got hot for a few games, right. was kind of riding its wave, and it was a fluke. Um I think they've really kind of turned a corner since where they were during that six-game losing streak. Because the Butler game came down to the last few minutes, so it wasn't like... Yeah, they weren't terrible in that game. They just weren't good enough to win it, which is what we've expected from this team. They're limited offensively. They can't make shots from the outside a lot of times. So when they go on the road, they're going to have games like Butler. If if they play with the intensity and... and, um, defensively, if they're locked in the way they've been for now, oh, three weeks, I think, um, they're a decent team. They're a, they're a bubble-ish type team. Like They probably would have had a chance to play their way into the tournament had they been like this all year. Had they not hit that long stretch where they didn't care defensively, they couldn't figure out how to lock in for long stretches, and um, you know, obviously they weren't making shots. But there are a lot of turnovers and other stuff. There's still a lot of turnovers, but they've gotten – that the effort is just good enough for 40 minutes that they're giving themselves a chance now. Yeah, there was some sloppy play, certainly, in that Butler game for, for sure. Um, all right, so I, I had made the case even as far back as a couple of weeks ago. If some things go right, Xavier's got a chance to get an at-large bid. Um, they've moved up a little bit, although it was weird. I think in net they moved back a, one spot after the law, after the win over St. John's, which yeah, which puzzles even, me a little bit. I haven't anyway. even looked at the net, really. Um, barring, is it come down to they have to win – the Big East, in your opinion, or if you get the win over Nova to get to the championship game and maybe play great against Marquette, that's enough. Yeah, I mean, if you get two more wins... Because Creighton would be a decent, yeah, a decent yeah, win. Yeah, I mean, and, and Quadrant 1 win, you're in, you're in a spot where 
you're in the conversation, I think, if you make it to the finals. Now, I think you're going to need some help, and it's clearly not, you're not they're not going to feel good about it, I don't right. think. Um, but if if you get there, you got a shot, maybe. Uh, and then, obviously, I think they they should go part. in thinking they need to win it. I, I could play that tournament out. You can go to a simulation game and play that tournament out a thousand times, and you're going to have probably somebody's going to be a 22% winning thing. You know, the next one's going to be 18%, yeah. and then you're going to have a bunch of 8 to 10%, which kind of is going to make for a great tournament. But the more I watch, the more I think, you know what? I'll give Xavier a puncher's chance because I'm not even sure Marquette makes it to the finals, for goodness sakes. Seton Hall could make it out of that bracket. That, and Seton Hall could be a bitch to play in the finals if he got to that point. That's the big thing. Nova and Marquette are both clearly the best two teams in the conference, but they're both so beatable. Like, neither right. one of them are a dominant team that are always and they've on. they've shown that the they last They rely few on so they're many like jump shots. Six seeds. Yeah. Five, yeah. six seeds. Like, that's right. what they are. I mean, yeah, they're good teams, but they're, they're very beatable. And when you've got that type of situation... Anyone could win this conference tournament. DePaul could win this conference tournament, and that's not even being silly. Like, they're playing as hot as anyone right now. Um, and they've got DePaul, enough talent. Are you saying DePaul's back? I don't want to say it, but if you guys want to say DePaul's No, I'm going to let you say it. You don't want to say it? Because you want to jinx no, it, do you? No. I mean, DePaul's back, I man. I think DePaul might be back. Ghost of Ray Meyer. We talk ghosts all the time. The Ghost of Ray Meyer is pl- yeah, coming well, out and you, getting it I'll done. I'll be honest. They might should build a statue of Daylight, Dave Latow after this year at DePaul. <laughs> that was a hell of a year. And it could be a could be a great year. They're a top one hundred team again. Back, oh, they're back. Back to the NCAA. I think they're back. Back to the heyday of the eighties. They got to make. They got to win the Big East tournament first. Yeah, that, that would be the kind of the kind of the key for it. So who does win the Big East tournament? And, and I, I say that knowing that there really isn't a good answer for that. Yeah, right. I'll say. I'm going Seton Hall just because. Yeah, see, of the year. I'll, I, I'll go Seton Hall. Them, yeah. I like Seton Hall. I think they're tough. Uh, they've got the best shot maker in Miles Powell. Bad shot maker, tough shot maker, and a game shot maker. I'll go with Seton Hall. I think it's going to be a wacky tournament. I, I do, too. I, I, I mean, like I said, you could play that simulation a thousand times. Every game's a coin flip. The teams yes, are so Literally even. every game's a coin flip. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a really deep conference. At the top, it's not very good this year. Um, but at the bottom, it's great. I mean, the, right. the worst teams in the conference are all basically bub- as good as any team on the bubble, essentially. Right. So. Right. All right, let's move to the University of Kentucky with the uh, the win over Florida and Tennessee losing to Auburn. Um, gave them a, a little puncher's chance. And then and then LSU obviously winning the league by beating Vanderbilt on, on Saturday night. Um, you know, we've talked about this Kentucky team. I guess, I guess the big part is what can Reed Travis give you when and if he gets back, right? I mean, what can he give you? Toughness, some physicality. No, I'm just talking about from a physical standpoint. I oh, mean, because you're not at the stage I, where I, it's almost I'm, roll the dice to play him at I some stage. I have not stage, stated right? a Holiday Inn Express of late. I know, you're not a doctor either. And so I, so I wouldn't be able to give a medical uh, examination of that. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, how we're supposed to predict where he's at physically. Do you think it's like bad? or? I don't think it's bad. I just, I, I'd like to see him play here at some point again. I just kind of took it as they were... Okay, with Ma- work, yeah, they, making they, sure they he was good when he came back. I I expect him to be a hundred percent when he comes back. I hope so. I mean, for for their sake, because I obviously they're really really good. I mean, the fact that it's he's been sitting out for a couple weeks now, and it wasn't like yeah, no tear, a, a no, legit yeah, injury yeah. that we were told. Yeah, we didn't have a name for the injury, and when that doesn't happen, usually it seems more of like a day to day, six to ten days type of thing. Yeah, he's I'm, had I'm two I'm, full weeks. I'm, I'm used to baseball guys going day to day for months and months. Yeah. That's, that's what it feels like. That's well, different ball game. You have 162 games. That's, right? good, that's a good call for for, for sure. Um, in the SEC tournament, obviously, there's a lot of teams that 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 are really good. Who do you think, other than the Tennessee, maybe LSU, Kentucky? Who's a team that you think makes a run that could win this? I don't know. Chad's showing us videos. I completely lost train of thought. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> who, who outside of LSU, Kentucky, Tennessee makes a run to maybe win the SEC tournament? Auburn. I, I agree with that. 
Because does it feel like they've kind of gotten a little bit of their mojo back? I mean, they at least won a big game finally. They're just, yes. they're just dangerous as hell. I know. I mean, if at any point they care about defense, watch out. Well, maybe they'll start caring when it matters most. Because in almost every game, they either start off like they're in the lead or they're right with you. Or they play like like hell to come back. Yeah, exactly. Every game, they have like a 10 to 15-minute stretch where they put themselves in the game just with that 15 minutes because they get crazy hot and they fly all up and down the court on both ends. But then they just don't care about defense for a long stretch, too. So if they lock in, they're as dangerous as anyone in the country. All right, we had thought that that if Kentucky and Tennessee had met again and they still could meet again, that it would probably be for the one seed. Did this weekend change any of that? I mean, Kentucky's probably back to the one line at this stage, at least in some some places. I I think if I think if they play each other again, it's going to decide who gets a one seed out of those two, honestly, because you give whoever wins that game gets, gets a that huge win, win on a neutral floor. Or do they both become two seeds and neither one gets a one seed? I don't know that ten I don't know that Tennessee can get back to a one. That's what I don't I don't know if they can either. I don't think they have the resume to get back to a one. But so I, mean, I think if Kentucky still... wins, they solidify their they, yes. they rock yes. solid their yes. one seed. The yes. only thing though is again, it's not done who in jumps, a vacuum. Who jumps? It's up. not done in a vacuum. Yeah. It's like Tennessee is probably like the number two two seed right now, right? I mean, in that yeah, right. So that's that's my only issue with it. Like, I don't disagree that you would feel like that loss should take them out of that conversation, except almost everyone in that range has had a loss recently, right. where it's like they're probably in the same boat. All right. So what does the committee do with Duke and without Zion? They say that they're going to evaluate how he plays this weekend at the ACC tournament, which is a wild statement to make. Yeah. I, I, let's say they lose a buzzer beater in the semis. I'm just throwing out two, two. They didn't say they were going to evaluate how Duke plays. They said they were yeah, going to evaluate how Zion looks that's in pin, terms that's to funny to Duke pin a lot seeding. on one guy, right? That's, you, you don't feel good about a bunch of athletic directors doing player evaluations off of one ACC to ACC tournament uh, returning from three weeks of not playing yes. yeah. and being out of condition because you just are going to be. I mean, yeah. you, you aren't confident in athletic director's ability to parse through that. I'm not. Not in this case. No, sir. OK, I'm, I'm, I probably I probably fair. would pass on that. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, thought process there. Of course, I get, like here's the thing. If Zion is playing, does it matter if they're any, a two seed or one seed and what they do if he's playing? It probably no. doesn't matter. But like, is there any doubt that Duke is a one seed? No. No, just put them as a one seed. Like, it's so silly to even think that they're not. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I just, I wonder what the I Even if he's the not there, does. they're probably a one seed. Here. Ooh, uh, nah, I wouldn't know. Nah, no way. No way. Okay. I, 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 they're just a different team with Okay, North Carolina's one and they're two. That's what I'm saying. And I guess it, North if, Carolina's already a one, so I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it depends for, for, for Duke, if you're evaluating them, if, if he is there... And you can say, I right, will take away the games he didn't play. We know what they are with him. Then yes, but if he doesn't play well, or they don't, I, if he I, plays I, at all, they're a one seed. I don't even think it's in question. Well, I, it may not matter. Even I mean, as a two seed, they could still win the damn thing. Yeah, right? it, it doesn't. Mean, they could be an eight seed and win the thing. It doesn't matter where they get seeded, but they're a one seed. Okay, I, I, that that's probably what will happen. I, I would think so. Who, so the ones are who then? Gonzaga, Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, Carolina, and Duke, and Duke or Kentucky or Tennessee. It's going to be Duke, I think. I thought you had Kentucky as a one seed. Yeah, if, I mean, if they win the SEC tournament, beat Tennessee again, then they then it, they're in. Then who gets bounced? The the loser the loser between Carolina, Duke, and the ACC probably. tournament, or do you give Duke? All right, yeah, probably. Okay, probably. And Virginia solidify whether you like Virginia or not, right? I mean, whether you like them or not. Yeah, it's they're they've got a one seed. It doesn't matter. I'm feeling better about Virginia this year. 
I really am. You and everybody else in the country. I am. Their Ken Palm offensive numbers are better than last year. Okay. You know who this year's Virginia is? You know who this year's Virginia is? Who's that? Texas Tech is this year's Virginia. Texas Tech. They're not going to be a one seed. No, I know that. I'm just talking about the team that you're like, I like that team a lot. Oh. And yeah, I never said that about Virginia, and I didn't say that about Texas Tech. So they, you're right. They are, they are the <laughs> Virginia of this year. They are this year's Virginia. They yeah. can defend you, and I don't know if they score enough. We'll see. So They got a stud, though. They do have a stud, and they, they've had a great year, and I'm not a big fan of the Big 12 this year. So, All right, you're NKU North. So on Monday night, semifinals of the Horizon League Tournament, Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, taking on Oakland. Uh, Wright State looms on the other side. They'll play Green Bay in the, in the other semifinal. The four seeds did hold up. I guess give the league credit for kind of getting this right. I mean, it worked. It you got you got your four top four seeds to play at home, and if somebody pulled the upset, then so be so it. So be it. You but, had your opportunity at home, but they didn't, and we got right. the best team still left. Which yeah, is and nice I for and, us. and I think that'll be good for the league because I, I I do think the two best teams are are NKU and Wright State, and that's oh, not no question. Yeah, and you get them on a Tuesday night matchup. I think it'll be good for the league for you know as opposed to seeing eight seeded Cleveland State taking on the five seed and whoever you want to call. So, but but they both have to get there first. They I mean, do, it's but, uh, well, I mean, look, NKU against they Oakland lost is Oakland definitely Oakland. no guarantee right now, especially with the way NKU's playing, especially with Drew McDonald struggling with his back. Did you like the way they played against Detroit? They did give up 88, but they also scored 99. I I did like the way they played. I thought the ball was moving much better again. One of the things, when they're at their best, the ball moves on the offensive end. It it goes from inside to out to back in. When they drive, they're swinging it. And you're playing an Oakland team that isn't great defensively either. No, but they they get very lax defensively, but offensively they're so dynamic at times. They have maybe the toughest guy to guard in the conference. I mean, Antoine Davis is what he is. 28-point-per-game kid on a bad team, but but high-volume Shooters, if all you've that got day. a yeah. long athletic guard like Jalen Tate, you can slow him down, right. or Trayvon Falcon, you can slow him down a little bit and take away what he wants to do. Xavier Hills Mays, he's six seven, six eight, two forty five, extremely strong. That that Xavier game still, that first half, well, of that Xavier game was I'm, insane. Well, I was talking to uh, one of Xavier's assistants last night after the win, and he's like, he killed us. We had no answer for him, and I'm like, yeah, think about it at the Horizon League level yeah. where none of the athletes are quite as good or as longer. I mean. He when he gets going, he's a problem, um, and he can shoot the three ball. In addition to all that inside, so that's the guy that worries you the most. But then they have Braden Norris and Javen Cumberland on the perimeter who can really get hot from from the three point line if you're focused too much on stopping Hill Mays inside. So it's a difficult matchup, and especially when you're playing Oakland up in Detroit. I mean, it's no guarantees close to, close to their backyard. Yeah, but it's still I don't think they're going to get a great fan base that comes out to support them. No. I mean, who knows? NKU could travel more people up there for all I know. Than They'll have NKU will have more yeah. fans. It wasn't so much that, but it's just they've got an easier trip. They're going to be more comfortable. So, so for you personally, is tomorrow night sweat time for you? You're looking Yo, forward to it. God, it's miserable. <laughs> well, I have a question. Yes, please. If got a right, very serious look on his face. Too, yeah, I'm, I'm, if Wright State goes to the tournament, I knew you were going to ask this, and I don't know the answer to it. I does think NKU I do. get the NIT? Yes. I think so. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, right. I thought they did. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so what could now, happen is if now here, if, if neither one of them won, Wright State Wright would have got yeah, 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 yeah. If NKU loses tomorrow night, he's got to root for Wright State in the Horizon Lake Championship. That is correct. That would be painful, painful. No, I don't. You don't want him to go to the NIT. I mean, I'd like it, but <laughs> you'd like you'd like Wright State <laughs> to not go to the NCAA. You think more. I'd cheer to make an NIT over Wright State winning a Horizon League title? Yeah, that's a good call. I don't. It's a good question though. I do I'm like not, the question you pose to the boy. I'm not that into the NIT. It's cool for NKU, but I just don't care that much. You don't get a bonus from it, so. No, I don't. 
it, it would be cool. I, I, I think they do hook up. I don't think Wright State loses to Green Bay. They could, obviously. but I I'm more worried about NKU than I am Wright State okay. in okay. the semifinals. Both of them have shown they can lose to absolutely anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and, and both the teams they're playing are talented. I mean, Green Bay, Green Bay's style is the exact opposite of Wright State. So if somehow they get hot... It's not good for Wright State because they want to slow it down, and Green Bay is going to be running and jacking threes on them. So you need Green Bay to get hot. The chances of that happening against Wright State aren't great because they do a good job defensively. I right, just get great, get get NKU and get uh, get Wright State to the championship game, and you, at the very least, you got an NIT. Is that, bid. Is that Tuesday? That would Tuesday. be Tuesday night. Correct. ESPN actually has it. Yeah, that if, we need that game to happen. That game, whatever happens, happens. But it'd be it'd really stink like, to not see you get there i know you'd like but you'd like to stick at the right state in the championship game right you'd like oh my like god you like that head head right is you, the you like would, would you call in to work that night i already did <laughs> i took that off he had that scheduled long ago well it, take if, monday off if, N- but. if nku wins i'm not gonna go into work and if nku loses i'm not, not gonna, gonna go want to go into work yeah, so it's, that's a good call it's a that's yeah. a veteran move yeah. all right any final thoughts from you chad brendel um Keep an eye on what happens in the AAC tournament. It determines probably my presence on this podcast for next week. Uh-oh. So I'm going to Memphis. Yep. And if they're playing on Sunday, then... Then you won't be here. Then I won't be here. Uh, but if they're not playing on Sunday... Then you'll then be I'll back right, be right in this very spot. So I, I would like to offer, if, I, if I'm not here, feel free to call or Skype. Well, probably have to call. Call. I'll, I'll do a recorder call. It's a and, lot easier. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the, the, the big dance. Uh, but it, but is that it what would, they call the tournament? Yeah. I'll be would, darned. It would greatly pain Can you coin me. that for me, if you don't mind? Yeah, we'll make it t-shirts. Huh. Do they ever have Cinderella's that make that tournament? Do they ever call it the ball? No, I think they have Pocahontas's. Pocahontas's. Okay, I'm just yeah, making Pocahontas's. sure. Pocahontas's. I'm just making sure. Ariel's? No, I don't think that. <laughs> I, 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 I do hope for your sake UC gets to the championship game, but I think it's best for them if they don't. I really believe that. I'll admit I tuned out because I was looking for something on my phone. Did I just hear Areola in this podcast? Ariel. No, Ariel. Ariel. Disney character. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes less sense, actually, yes. than he, he Areola. Asked, he asked if in the big dance there were Cinderella's. Cinderella's. Oh, and yeah. I said Pocahontas's, Ariel. okay. Ariel's. Yeah. And we were going through Disney princesses. I just thought you threw out the cliche of big dance. I want to just kind of go with it. I've, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I'm, we were exploring. Gotta, we ought to coin that. And then you heard Areolas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sup. Of course you did. Yes. Yeah, oh, I guess you guys know what I was looking at for on my phone. Of course now. you did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rick Rick buried his face in his phone and, and pops up to say, say Did you say Ariolas? Yeah. Good timing, Rick. Jesus. Uh right, you got any final thoughts, Rick, other I, than that? I, I do. I just want to shout out to the biggest lie ever told on Twitter. Nine thirteen PM, March seventh, twenty nineteen. I hope you're around to see it. Our guy, Chad Brendel. I truly do hate complaining about officials. But that was an insanely veteran crew that had a terrible night. No other way to put it. And then today he was complimentary of officials. If they're good, I'm complimentary. I don't like complaining about them. After this tweet, he went on for the next two and a half hours and sent out about eight more tweets about officials. He truly hates it. I truly was. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you for powering I, it through and doing something you truly hate. I, I was very upset about the fact that Taco Fall elbowed Nizir Brooks right in the face blatantly and it was called a common foul after review. Did you guys see that flop in the Liberty Lips? Oh, my goodness. I'm glad you <sighs> oh, brought that up. Did you see that? Cow. That is the wor- He should have got teed up for the flop. Those did must have been AAC the- refs. Did you see the flop in the UC-UCF game? I did not see that one. I the did one, not. The Trevor Moore got the F1 on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was that was a good. For those of you that you have to see the Lipscomb Liberty game. That Kid was, had made a shot, falling backwards, fell to the floor as he got up. Another player went by him, maybe brushed him with an elbow, and the kid went flying backwards, almost did a backflip on his own. They go to the monitor, 
to the official's credit on that one, they looked at the monitor and you could hear him say, no, there wasn't enough action to cause him to do that or he overre oh, overreacted is what they call overreacted. Yeah. They, uh, honestly, though, he should have gotten teed up for, the, for, for that. Oh, he should be kicked out of the sport. Not about kicked out of the sport. I think there's two things. Flopping like that and hitting people in the nuts are automatic disqualifications from the sport, in my opinion. Those two so, things. So Chris Paul's career would have ended. Done. 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 A time ago. See ya. Is that across, like, if you're in college, you can't go to the NBA? We've done this before. I think what it, it should be is the first level. first violation, you get a year suspension. Second violation, you're, you're done. done for life. No third strike can't rule? play pickup ball? Well, I mean, I mean, if could people you play like in the G League? nuts, you can. Oh. G League overseas? Could you play for Rick Pitino's team in Greece? Again, they can make SK's up their there. own rules. I'm just saying what mine would well, be. Well, we're you know? just finding the, the... Just want the parameters. That's the parameters all. of your yeah. rule. Well, I, I... Look, I am never acted like I should be making up rules across seas only in our country. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you like if you if you hit somebody in the nuts twice in college, you're twice done playing time. basketball in America. Ever. In my opinion, yeah. You can, go to, you can go to Rucker Park and play because that's encouraging Rucker Park, or, I guarantee you. Or like if LeVar Ball wants to let it in his league, that's fine. That's but none true. of the real leagues. Yeah. The nut tap league. Yeah. <laughs> Led by LeVar. Big baller league. There it is. NTL. But on boom. How about that? All right, boys. We will be back for Selection Sunday. We'll see if you're back we'll or see. not. Hopefully we'll you will. We'll see if that takes place. For Chad Brendel of BearcatJournal.com, check out all his work and his buddy Justin Berg's work as well. Rick Boring of Musketeer Report. Check out his stuff too. I'm Richard Skinner. It's been the Skinny Podcast, the college basketball edition presented by Joseph Infinity of Cincinnati.